Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 775, recorded live on 11-11-2023. And here are your hosts, the man who most likely doesn't know what holiday today is, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who just found out about Singles Day, Andy Lowe. Hi. Today is Singles Day. Yes, Singles Day. What are you supposed to do for Singles Day? Well, I just found out about this. It turns out Singles Day is a Chinese holiday that was originally created to be just the cynical response to all those couples holidays. Mm-hmm. And I guess the um, the Alibaba guy decided to make it the Chinese Black Friday. Ah, okay then. So lots of shopping. Yes. Because, sure, why not? <clears throat> Alibaba shoppers exceeded $30.7 billion in total spending during the 2018 Singles Day. That's a lot. Yeah, in 2021, Alibaba and JD.com uh, reached a new combined Singles Day sales record of $139 billion. <laughs> so it is now the largest retail and online shopping day in the world. Okay. I wonder if they're going to try and like bring that over. Man, I I think they've Probably already not. Ha- Black Friday is like super super ingrained. Have you seen all the Black Friday sales that are already going on? I have, and I'm actually quite pleased with that. <laughs> um because on October 31st went to like nope, sorry, November 1st. Uh, on October 31st, I ran the dishwasher. On November 1st, I tried to run the dishwasher again, and it wouldn't turn on. Ooh. So I have a new dishwasher. Okay, um, which one did you get? Uh, which one did I get? Cause Hang on. As we know, I also have a new dishwasher that was this year. I'm pulling Was it up this the, year or was it last year? I don't remember. I don't remember I'm either. pulling up the... the purchase order no that's not the link that i want here is your order i got a KitchenAid top control built-in dishwasher with stainless steel tub free flex third rack 44 decibels nice yeah when did i get our bosch oh i did you get i I, know oh ours is actually two years old now because our (laughs) ours was delivered october 20th 2021 all right well, there you go. Did you did you install it yourself or no? No, God, no. <laughs> nope. I had professionals come in and do that. Um, and they took the old one away, too. But my, my point of bringing this up was that it happened on November 1st. Oh, and they probably already had. Best Buy had already started their Black Friday sale. Nice. And September, October, November is the perfect time for appliance sales. With Black Friday being a good... I say that because, God, this is now appliance talk. <laughs> we can shift topics, Andy. We no, don't but need to stay on appliances. That it's is funny not though where because I thought we'd be going. <laughs> because I say this because they already had the sales open. Because yesterday was um, the observation of Veterans Day for the state of Michigan, so I had the day off. Cool. Yep. Was very. I was like, "Oh yeah, I have Veterans Day off now." Did Did you have the day off, or did you have the day like off? Like, if something happened, they'd still call you. Well, they would call one of us who was ever on call. Okay. There's There's a group of five of us now, right? Who are are on call? Yeah. There's well, there's five of us in the Southwest region. There is one person who was always on call and. They just rotate through. I haven't been officially signed off yet on being on call, so there's still the four of them. So they basically just rotate. Everybody gets a week. Okay. So there is, yes, there is somebody yeah. in our group. But you you indeed had had the time off. Yes, I indeed had the day off. And um, earlier this week, on Tuesday actually, which was election day, um, Kate messaged me going, there's a weird beeping noise in our house. And I'm just like, What? <laughs> <laughs> she's like yeah it's like it goes like beep boop and i'm just like i 
what, I, don't, what do you have that can make that noise? That's what I was thinking of. And so after the kids came home and, you know, during dinner, you know, Kate basically turned it into a game. We're like, okay, we're going to find what in this house is making this noise. Mm-hmm. So they were all, you know, playing quietly, supposedly playing quietly, but them playing quietly is not quiet. Um, but they figured it out. It was our refrigerator. Was it open? N- no, that beep-boop is normally, yeah, that's the, that's the tone it gives if the door is open, but both doors were shut. But the temperature gauge on the front was freaking out because the, the buttons to change the temperature are on the outside front of this refrigerator which I think is a horrible design, but it worked or works. But the the screen was freaking out. And so there's a way to put on a child's lock so it disables those buttons. But it also turns out the child lock also turns <laughs> off the um, lights inside the refrigerator. So it seems stable, but we wouldn't have an interior lights on there. So then I actually disas- tried to disassemble the whole front panel on my day off. Um, and... <laughs> Turns out the the panel is basically all the electronics in that panel are all hiding under the display, which is basically riveted to the circuit board. So I can't actually access any of the electronics in that control board there. So mm. I went and bought a couple of um, refrigerator and freezer temperature things, stuck them in there, unplugged the control panel, and so far the temperatures are stable. But I have... I have literally broken my fridge in order to make it so it doesn't go crazy. So we are currently looking at uh, refrigerators as well. Had I but known, Andy. Had I but known. What, that you would have a... Black Friday deals for for buying a new um, dishwasher included a rebate if you bought, like, other appliances. Yeah, but then I would have... in on it together. I know, but then how would I... I would have had to drive to Wisconsin. Or I would have had to drive to Michigan, or both of us would have had to drive to, like, some P.O. box in Chicago or something. (laughs) It would not have gone well. No, it would not have gone well. Uh, But yeah, no, we're currently possibly getting a new refrigerator. Because we're like, oh, look at this. The Black Friday sales are already going on. Surprise. Yep. So you get a new... (laughs) You have a deadline. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll see. The thing is, seems to be running fine, but it's kind of annoying that the fact that I can't, you know, control my refrigerator. But it, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, how much is, does this annoy us? This, it's a Samsung refrigerator, and Samsung doesn't make it anymore, and they don't have half the parts. As I found out trying to buy a replacement control panel, but then also um, the kids have broken one of the freezer door trays. And I've already glued it back together three times, um, but I'm not sure how much longer I can still glue it back together every time they break it. And it's nobody more glue than tray. Yeah, um, and I have to use the the heavy duty because it's a freezer, right? So I have to use like the cold weather plastic glues because super glue under freezing temperatures does not work well. Nope. Um, so yeah, everything just becomes brittle in there after a while. Um, but they don't make that tray anymore. Nobody sells that tray anymore. So if that tray breaks, it's, it's a big tray. (laughs) Okay. It's, uh, 34 inches wide by 20, 20 inches deep by, um. That's a big ass tray. Yes. Yes, it is. And nobody sells it anymore. So if that tray breaks completely, then we're. We're out half our freezer. Yeah. So that's, you know, that was part of the thing is like, yeah, we should probably look at, you know, figure out what we want to get. And now that the the control panel's breaking down on me too, it's just like, oh, well, that's Time two strikes. Fridge yep. Two, two strikes against you, <clears throat> possibly three. Yep. So we've well, been slowly, slowly now, eating now ourselves out of the refrigerator. It. So that it's empty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, emptying the the full dishwasher uh, so that we could replace it kind of sucked. Because your dishwasher is never going to go, like, it's never going to break when it's empty, right? It's always going to be when you, like, you have filled it and you go to run it. Yep. No, ours, the the exhaust pump, the water exhaust pump stopped Mm -hmm. working. And so it wouldn't actually get rid of the dirty water. Yep. So when it tried to do the rinse cycle, it just took the dirty water and sprayed it all and back. just kept redistributing it. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, opened up the oh, it opened up the the old dishwasher. We're like, man, it stinks in here. What the heck? So we tried different like things, you know, for cleaning out the 
you know, for cleaning your dishwasher and, you know, all, tried all those things. And then finally, I just like, I'll go in there and start opening it up. The old dishwasher. Yeah, it better not be something wrong with this appliance too. Nope, nope, nope. Sorry, that was Kate. She was very confused by what I was talking about. Yeah, I, I heard. Okay. Um, finally opened it up and there was just a pool of the dirty water still sitting in the bottom of the uh, dishwasher. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Gross. Yes. <clears throat> so appliances. Yep. <laughs> All right. You watch any football today, Andy? Uh, I tried to for a bit. Which um, game? Well, there was only one game, really. Was today, what, Eastern versus Western? No, that was on Halloween and Eastern beat Western. Are you they, sure about that? Or did Western beat Eastern? I have it on Saturday, October 28th, and Western beat Eastern 45 to 21. Oh, yes. It's normally around Halloween. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, Western. What, what game what, did you watch? Well, I, I caught part of the Michigan-Penn State game. Penn State. Okay. Yeah. I, I caught part of it, too. I was quite pleased with the parts that I caught. <clears throat> and yet, still ranked as number three. Well, it depends. What They should be number two on one of the polls, right? Uh, yeah, I think they're two on the AP poll. But, like, that poll doesn't matter anymore. No, it's all about the actual college football playoff poll. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to come down to that last game on a Saturday. Was it uh, 25th, I think, this year? I think so. Because next week is Maryland. <laughs> Which, that's just a, that's going to be a warm-up game. Hey, uh-uh, don't, don't do that. That's true. Yeah, no. You take that back. No, it's true. Maryland still has a winning record right now. Uh, it's Maryland and then one other one and then Ohio, I think. No, it's Maryland and then Ohio. It's just Maryland and then Ohio. There's right. only two games left. Well then, and both Michigan and Ohio are undefeated. Yep. Like entirely undefeated. Yep. Oh, that's going to be bad. Assuming Michigan gets through Maryland next week and, and Ohio gets through what? State? Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, God. Okay. Well, that's that's going to be interesting. Sure. Yep. Well, somebody better start warming up the ESPN bus because I feel like game day yep. is going to be going. <laughs> <laughs> and to- it's at Michigan this year. Yeah, it's at Michigan. All right. Nope. Go. Don't go. <laughs> Stay away from Ann Arbor. Yeah. <laughs> One of my teammates uh, graduated from Ohio, and I, I'm tempted to like try and get a thing set up with him for that day, and be like, "Let's go watch the game." One of us will be happy. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I had a drink last week prepared i was gonna make you be like okay andy what am i drinking um did you keep uh, it (laughs) well i drank it because like i'd already opened it because we were i was like getting ready to record and then stuff came up and i'm like i can't record tonight yeah but i'd already opened it so i finished the drink uh which was a dr d's sparkling probiotic (laughs) and it was delicious (laughs) I'm I'm just going through the bingo card right now, right? Like we talked yes. about football, we talked about like weird appliance stuff, home ownership, I think is what that falls under. And so now I wanted to hit the the drinks too. Okay. What Maybe are you drinking, Andy? Oh, I'm drinking uh thrashed apple. The uh, so fa- the Mountain Dew? Yes. It's like a Granny Smith apple type flavor. Mm-hmm. Which I have that. Um going over to Ann Arbor for Thanksgiving, so I might see about I've got, I think I'm on my last 12 pack of it. So I might. Is it only at Kroger? It's only at Kroger. Okay. Which, of course, you know, there are no Krogers around me at all. That's too bad. But there's a pick and save right around the corner from me. And that is owned by Kroger. It's hilarious. (laughs) So if you look at it, like you look at the map and there's just, you know, there's Krogers down in, you know, Indiana. As, I was about to correct you, but it, you were talking about multiple Kroger, so Kroger's was correct. Yes, there is just a lack of Kroger's in the Kalamazoo Grand Rapids, like, north-south line. For some odd reason, Kroger's did not want to go west of Lansing and Jackson. <clears throat> but as soon as you go east, Kroger's everywhere. I wonder if they, like, struck a deal with Meyer. 
way back when. But yes, now I was thinking, you know, if I'm going back onto the east side, just swinging by Kroger and picking up some more because I like it. And it's, you know, Appley makes it feel like it's a, it's a, it's a fall drink, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Yeah. Like a, like a cider or something, right? I mean, cider is a, a fall drink. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew thrashed apple doesn't quite seem to feel like to, to fit that same feeling. Sorry, I'm looking at the, I finally found the CFP ranking page. Did Georgia win today? Yeah, Pretty Georgia's. Sure I would have heard about it if they hadn't. Georgia's ten and zero. Florida State. They're the other. It looks like Florida <laughs> State. Yep, Florida State beat Miami twenty-seven to twenty. Ooh. So they're ten and zero. And then Washington. Washington Huskies are ten and zero as well. All right. Wow. Google. I just searched Washington, and they're like, hey, do you really mean Washington college football based off your recent activity? Scary. Yep. I still tried this, though. I tried this actually on um, – I tried it on Bard, and then I also tried it on Bing. I tried to ask them when the next time Halloween was going to be on a weekend – that is a terrible, like, AI question. Go ahead. What did they say? They said, oh, well, Halloween weekends, you know, the weekend closest to Halloween is going to be this next year. And I'm like, that is not what I asked. I even tried to specify, when is the next time October 31st is going to be on a weekend? And nothing. Nothing? Nope. No good. When will October 31st be on a Saturday? 2026. What? <clears throat> what? Well, wait, which one did you use? I just Googled. Oh. I didn't use an AI. I just okay. Googled. And it. I asked for when will it be the the 31st, and it, so I got a website called timeanddate.com, and it has a page, when is Saturday the 31st? And the next October, with a Saturday on the 31st, is the October of 2026. After that... 2032, 2037, 2043, 2048, 2054. 2032 does not have it on a Saturday. Nope. Uh, 2026, October 31st, uh, is on a Sunday. October... What? 2026. One of us has the wrong information. 2026, October 31st, is a Saturday. This thing says it's a Sunday. Okay, I'm going to um, just use Windows. <laughs> October... <laughs> 31st, 2026, according to Windows, is a Saturday. What the frick, Microsoft Bing with chat GPT? You suck. Did your did your chat tell you that it was a Sunday? Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, here we go. It says, according to timeanddate.com, October 31st falls on a weekend every few years. Here are the upcoming years which October 31st will fall on a weekend. And it gives me a chart. Yeah. And it says year 2026, day, Sunday, year 2032, day, Saturday, year 2037, day, Saturday, year 2043. It is very wrong. Uh, 2032, the 31st, it's got them backwards. So 2032, it is on a Sunday. Well, I'm going to thumbs this thing down. (laughs) Dislike. Why isn't this helpful? Inaccurate. There we go. Thank you for your feedback. Good. I hope you feel bad. I do have to say it's been fun, actually, because I've been doing some more research for that presentation, like listening to some of the talks people have had about different types of AI out there. Generative versus other. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what other ones are, are on the list and what categories there are. You know, people freaking out about something, especially when Watson first came out years ago. Mm hmm. And, you know. One of the guys at, who uh, helped with Watson was speaking at Oxford, and one of the kids was like asking this question. He's like, "Look, Watson only you know pays attention to the database that it is given. So if it's not in the database, Watson doesn't know about it. So you know he's like just trying to tell the kid, just like calm down, just calm down. 
Don't need to freak out too much about it. Because, like, Watson is just a really good data retrieval. Yes. But doesn't create anything. Nope. You have you have to feed Watson the data. But, like, you have to feed GPT the data. That's true, yes. The, the Well, the data that it's trained on, right? Like... Yes. But the the Watson they had a they had a generic Watson database that you could you know use to help you know start off there. But they also had a version of Watson that was just a clean slate, and you had to feed it every piece of information. And he was discussing the the spin up times for different companies mm. using different forms of it. Mm. Oh, we had a. I'm trying to think, we had we had oh yes, we have two AI topics on there. If you want to hit that, if you want to go down that path, sure, down that AI path. Yes. What do we got for AI? Well, do you want to talk about Gran Turismo or Joe Biden? Those are, well, one of those two, like, actually does make sense to talk about AI because Biden just made his, his like, executive order-ish thing about yes. AI. Executive order on the safe, secure, and trustworthy deployment and use of artificial intelligence. Because he's super worried that people are going to do, like, deep fake Joe Biden election videos. Pretty much, yes. And well, so, there was there was already stuff out there. There was um, a thing circulating around that was an AI generated photo of I think Trump kissing Fauci, if I remember correctly. That's which kind of hilarious. Yes, but still entirely fake. Yes. So you know it's yeah, but you know this one is all about federal. Um, let's see. Invokes the Defense Production Act to require companies to notify the federal government when training an AI model that possesses a serious risk to national security or public health and safety. Well, that's very generic. That's a also, blanket statement. How are you supposed to know? <laughs> um, this, this, I feel like this thing might not have. Excuse me, the right teeth or the right target. The Department of Homeland Security will establish an AI safety and security board comprised of experts from the private and public sector, which will advise the government on use of AI in critical infrastructure. Department of Defense will produce a study that looks at AI biosecurity risks. <clears throat> biosecurity risks. Mm-hmm. We're using an AI to, you know, figure out the genetic makeup of a dangerous virus. Ah, uh, okay. Or create a new dangerous virus mm -hmm. with AI. Yes. Since there isn't a central organization that tracks the, the shipment of genetic material. Did you know that? We set off a nuclear bomb and immediately set up an organization to be like, hey, we need to figure out when people are purchasing material that could lead to another one of these. And for genetic stuff, we're like, yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen documentaries about CRISPR and all the chaos and unknowns that are out there yep yep yeah what's move fast break <laughs> shit who's uh, who's saying was that facebook yep so yeah so that one's going on right now but do you want to do you want to know about the gran turismo ai yes yes i do so there is a sophie ai that they demoed in GT7, and Sony is actually rolling it out as a permanent feature of the game. So this is this is not a generative AI. This is a like totally different kind of AI, right? This is the AI in a video game. Yes, but the AI in the video game has generative AI roots. Uh, let me find this. What? Yeah. Forza used neural nets to train the AI drivers in its game. Okay, that's not generative, but go on. <clears throat> uh, Sony AI introduced Sophie in 2022. Uh-huh. Basically, they use the AI to learn from and then beat the best human GT players in the world. And then late February this year, there was a limited feature where um, you could race against Sophie set to different difficulty levels in a 4v1 match. And then there was a one-on-one -on -one match where the AI was just non-restricted and it was basically impossible to beat. So how long? I, I want your estimate and I will not hold you to it. Gran Turismo, the game, is, is like, touted for its realism, right? Yes. Like, there's a race, there's a, a movie about it now. There was a, a, a driver 
who learned in the video game and then went and like did the real thing. And yes. it was probably wasn't a like instantaneous transition, but like he was really good. He actually was. Was he also one of the stunt drivers in the movie? If I remember correctly, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> How long until they take this AI and give it a car? Ooh. Well, you already had cars driving Pike's Peak on their own, right? Audi did that? No. I think it was Audi who had the driverless cars doing Pike's Peak. I think we talked about it on this podcast. That's how I knew about it. Audi Pike's Peak driverless. Yep, 2010. Audi's robotic car climbs Pike's Peak. It's been 13 years since Audi sent a car up Pike's Peak without a driver. Okay. Now, putting it on a racetrack, an actual physical racetrack with actual physical racers. With not just physical racers, with other physical racers. Like, with, with like, yeah. But, like, hmm. If they made an AI that can play the game and win and be, like, impossible to beat... And the game is touted for its realism. How long until they they actually put it in a car and race with it? I give it five years. <sighs> I'm thinking it'd be easier to set up for a NASCAR race, but not going to happen. I mean... It, well, okay, so it, the problem I see is, okay, how fast was that Pikes Peak car going up the mountain? <clears throat> Does it say? No, it doesn't. But, you know, you're talking at, I don't know if the the actual physical, you know, GPS and whatever video monitors you have or LIDAR or whatever you have to actually monitor its surroundings is that, that's, I feel like, is the current weak point. Because as we right. see, I mean, it's it's not going to have perfect information. No, in the game, it's they always going to give it perfect yeah, information. They, yes, it knows exactly where it is because it it like they can just feed that information to it. But I don't know, man. Five years, I could see it. I could I could see that within five years, or at least having kind of like um like the twenty four hours of Le Mans, where they have that you know that one garage for you know whatever they want to bring in was that garage forty nine or something like that or twenty nine wherever that NASCAR <clears throat> racer was this year, bring that in and just have like a robot driving on the track for twenty four hours of Le Mans. I could see that happening within within ten I'll give you that I'll say that there is okay. going to be a robot driver for twenty four hours of Le Mans within the next ten years I mean I yeah. I'm wondering if, like, in the next 20 years, people are going to be allowed to drive. (sighs) Well, that all comes up to Congress. Yep. Because it's all about the... uh... It's all about the liability. You know, it, it's actually not just Congress, though, because states could make their own rules. Yes, that is true. Yes, states do make their own rules. That's why, you know, sometimes that's why um, Waymo's out in Arizona, because Arizona right. passed the legislation stating that, you know, they could they could do that out here. And then California is is California almost passing the rule where they had they said that you have to have a safety driver behind the wheel. I I, I will be fully honest, Andy. I have not kept up on it. Driverless. Tr- let's see. California driverless truck ban. Oh, California state legislatures passed a law banning self-driving trucks until the early 2030s, but then Gavin Newsom vetoed the law. Okay. So that's what it was. Yes, they were. They <laughs> The legislature passed something. Gavin Newsom vetoed it. That's where we stand now. All right. Yes, yeah. Assembly Bill 316 prohibited trucks weighing more than 10,000 pounds from operating on public roads unless a person is on board. And he vetoed it. And he vetoed it. So. All right, then. God, it's hard to keep track of all this stuff. But we try and make do. Yeah. Uh, So those were our two big AI topics. There's a third tangential AI topic, which I don't know that we actually have on our topic list. Which is, I, I think, the SAG after a strike is over. Yes, it is. I do believe the. I think the le- <laughs> well, I think the leadership accepted it, but I, do they need to vote? 
I don't know. Strike ending deal. Ba, ba, ba. A couple people still hate the AI provisions. Oh, board approves strike. Board approves the strike ending contract with an eighty six percent yes. But the the AI provisions are still kind of like not great, is what I heard. Okay, so yeah, so the the board approved it, but the 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 whole guild actually has to vote on it. Hmm. Uh, actors were allowed to return to work on Thursday. So things are finally starting to move again, which is probably why I saw Brie Larson out doing stuff for Marvels recently. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed? So like the last time the writers went on strike, mm-hmm. a lot of shows suffered. Yes. Lost heroes. <laughs> like just went from great to thoroughly upsetting. Did you notice that this time? Or are we just so decentralized that it it didn't matter? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of what live TV I watch. Like, the only thing I I lost was the late night stand-up TV. Like, Colbert and um, Kimmel. Yeah, Colbert, Oliver, (laughs) Strike Force 5. Yeah, literally. Like, exactly that group. Yes. The Strike Force 5 group is the only thing that I missed, which was hilarious listening to Colbert's monologue on his like first show back. Cause he's like, you think we wouldn't do it, but we're going to do it. Let's cover everything we missed. <laughs> I think it was like a, I think it was a 20 minute monologue, if I remember correctly. It was just, he's like, okay, we're going to do That's- the monologue. And guess, wait, there's going to be more when we there's come back more. for a commercial. Yeah, there's a part two. <sighs> All right. Well, well, I feel like it, it was it was it was a strike that was majority of it was over the summer, which is normally not the big time for shows, right? Or no, so it's going to be the shows that come out now, right? Yes. Like, but what's I mean, what's coming out like Rick and Morty? I don't feel like Rick and Morty suffered. I guess all their writing was done. They said they've they've written like all of season seven and more. Okay, so let's see. October had Loki come out. Our main, our flag means death. Frasier came out. Yellowstone has a new series coming out. Scott Pilgrim series. Let's see. I, don't know, I guess like most of my content now is just stuff I consume via YouTube. <laughs> ah, I'm trying to think of. Let's see, watch some stuff on Netflix. Watch some stuff on Amazon Prime. But it's it's all been, outside of Loki, has been all old content that I've finally just been getting around to watching. Like, I'm I'm finally getting around to watching The Batman. Is and that the new movie? Yes. The one with um, Robert Patterson. Okay. Um, I honestly forgot it came out. <laughs> oh, I, I was, uh, we were in HBO watching Oliver, and I was like, oh, wait, The Batman. I haven't seen that one yet. I don't know. It's just my media consumption has just dwindled. And a part of me is like, is that a bad thing? I don't know. But Not speaking really. no. Speaking of the streaming so. services. Yeah. Last week, Disney said that they were going to buy out the rest of Hulu. So it's going to be just Disney owning Hulu. Yes, because originally um, it was Disney, Fox, and NBC. So Comcast gets got NBC, so it was Disney, Fox, and Comcast. Then Disney bought Fox for $71 billion. So then it was just Disney and Comcast. Um, and now Disney said that they are going to buy the remaining third of Hulu from Comcast for approximately $8.61 billion. Okay, that's not a small amount of money. Nope. So depending on whatever, um, I guess they're going to get Wells Fargo to analyze Hulu and figure out what its actual market value is supposed to be. And then they're basically going to charge Disney a third of that. So Disney thinks. (laughs) Okay, that's an interesting way of doing it. So Disney thinks. Disney thinks it's going to be 8.61. They said people are saying they, you know, might be 9 billion, but they, they are basically going to say, yes, we're going to buy comcast out of hulu so that was last week then this week of course disney had their earnings call Mm -hmm. and somebody asked ceo hey what's up with that (laughs) what what are you gonna do (laughs) and bob Iger said that they're going to combine disney plus and hulu together and release a new app in december 
if I'm already paying for Disney Plus, does that mean I get Hulu? I don't know. I'm I hope so. The answer is no. It'd be kind of sucky if the answer is no. I'm going to guess that the answer is no. Okay, so Iger didn't go into details about the feature app's abilities or pricing, but his wording during the call suggests that the unified app will see Hulu content content dumped into Disney+. Plus. Okay, so yeah, we remain on track to roll out a more unified one-app experience domestically, making extensive general entertainment content available to bundle subscribers via Disney+, Plus. Iger said. So, I hope... Fingers crossed that they'll just dump everything from Hulu into Disney Plus. Could be. That'd be nice. There's there were things on Hulu that I wanted to watch. Still want to Futurama, right? Yep. Um, what was the 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 uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin, Martin and Martin? That show was on Hulu. What is that? Has Selena Gomez in it? God. Um, bum 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 bum. No, oh, it turns out there's a law firm that's Martin and Martin Law Firm. No, I don't want that. Uh, okay, so Hulu, Steve Martin and Martin Short. Oh, w- only murderers in the building. I have not heard of this, but it sounds intriguing. Yes, it's Steve Martin and Martin Short, which the two of them together have always been a hoot. And supposedly there is a Matthew Broderick cameo where they basically shot for shot do the um, end credit scenes from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm. Which I have to... You're you're still here? Yes. It's over. Go home. Yep. So, yes, that was this week. There might be a... This year, a combined Disney Plus Hulu app, which I hope is just Disney Plus, because we've already got that. I think we still have it. Don't make me install another thing. (laughs) Please don't make me install another video app. Yep. Like, this is getting ridiculous, folks. I don't want to have to just, like... I don't want to say it, but... What I'm thinking is, fuck it, cable is easier. Well, who made the joke? Somebody made the joke, uh, it might have been Kendall, during one of his late night monologues going, oh, we got another consolidation. You know what I'm predicting? I'm predicting that they all are going to get combined sooner or later. And he came up with some acronym, and the acronym spelled out cable. Yeah. There's going to be one app, and it's going to be what the little, uh, otherwise known as cable. And it's just like, wait a second. Yep, you're... Yep. Yep. Well, other things that are shutting down, uh, Mint is actually shutting down and getting merged into Credit Karma. I saw that. I am a little sad that Mint is going away. Like, hey, we're going to make this super useful website. And then Intuit is like, that's a super useful website. We'd like to buy it. And then Mint is like, okay. And Intuit's like, great. Time passes. Yeah, we don't like this anymore. We're going to just, you know, close it out. Yep. Like, come on. Come on. Really? But of course, all the Mint data can get, you know, merged into Credit Karma and the rest of the uh, Intuit brands. Mm -hmm. What, Quicken and TurboTax and all the other fun stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the last time I used Mint. I can't remember. I logged into it not too long ago. I used to use it, but now not so much. And the Overwatch League is now done. The Overwatch League is yes. now done. Yes. What was the Overwatch League? Well, it was Activision Blizzard trying to get Overwatch to have an NFL-style franchise system. So they would have this league, oh. and then teams would pay to become part of this league. Uh-huh. <laughs> twelve teams. Uh-huh. Twelve teams and bought they would it. Have, they would have, like, actual... Um, uh, like competitions that were sponsored within the league. Yes, each team was supposed to be based in a city and build its own esports stadium. So they were actually supposed to have actual like stadiums in each city, and it was supposed to be like the football league. And there were twenty teams. No, sorry, twelve teams originally started twenty million apiece for the buy-in. Eight more teams later joined for somewhere between thirty-five to sixty million dollars each. And then the pandemic hit, and this whole thing just fell apart. Oops. And Activision Blizzard just announced that it will be no more. Now, that said, Overwatch and is like. Oh, Overwatch yeah, Overwatch is still going play on. And yeah. Overwatch competitive play and esports play is still there. Mm-hmm. Definitely still there. Speaking of Blizzard, by the way, have you picked up Rumble yet? 
oh, I've I've been actually playing Rumble for a while because it turns out I was in the beta and I didn't realize it. So I've been <laughs> I've been playing Rumble for like a month now. Okay. <laughs> so I was Did like, you get to keep your stats. Uh, I haven't actually logged in since it officially became public. So let me check. Let me check. I mean, I presume it, it it doesn't matter that much then if you haven't, because like other people would have caught up to you by now. Oh, of course. No, I was playing it and then they're like, hey, it comes out in November. I was like, wait a second. What What do you mean comes out in November? I already have it on my phone. I'm playing it right now as I'm reading this news article. <laughs> oh, I must be in like a beta or something. Well, this is nice. Well, that's very nice for you. Yep. Hold on. I'm downloading a whole bunch of crap. Welcome to released. a Yeah, welcome to a Blizzard game on my phone. But yeah, so uh, Activision Blizzard is reportedly going to pay the 20 teams $120 million basically just to pay them back and shut everything down. Yeah. So that's no more, which, of course, the 120, uh, it's going to be Microsoft now paying for the 120 millions because, of course. Because, of, of course, Microsoft, I, I lost is, the- Microsoft is buying Activision Blizzard. Yes. So who's actually going to be stuck with the $120 million payout? Uh, that's a good question. Well, not really a good question. Like, it's going to be Microsoft. Yeah. It's not a question at all. <clears throat> well, it looks like all my stuff is still there. Okay. Yeah, quests are still there. PvP is still there. Cool. So, all right. All my stuff with Rumble is still there. So there we go. Nice. Just took forever to get to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. What else we got on the list here? What's piquing your interest, Dave? Uh, Netflix. Okay. There are two topics that I added for Netflix down at the bottom. Speaking of of streaming and cable and all that fun stuff, Netflix has a show coming out that is based on an anime from the 80s. 80s? 90s? 90s? 90s. Yu Yu Hakusho, which was like a great anime that I loved, uh, they did a live action remake of it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that yet. I was excited when Cowboy Bebop came out and... And then you watched it. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little worried about that (laughs) happening again. Yeah. Um, But I watched the trailer for it and it looks amazing. I'm I'm very excited. Yu Yu Hakusho did a lot of really great things. It was a very good anime, um, and it it like it deserves a remake. I don't know if a live action one is the right one. Like the general plot is like angsty teenager dies, and that's the beginning. Uh, the other Netflix announcement is that re- remember that Netflix can do games. Yes. Ish. Well, apparently they got Hades. Didn't you talk about Hades on this? I did. I did a review of Hades not yes. too long ago. No, not too long it's ago at all. Fantastic game. I've really enjoyed it. I have put. Hang on, hang on. I have Steam up. Uh, I have put seventy-seven hours into this game, and now it's available through Netflix? Question mark on iOS only. And I, I have no idea how it would translate to a mobile game because, like, there's a lot of mouse clicking and, and keyboard use. But, like, friggin', it's, it's a good game. It's a really good game. And the fact that they're coming, like, they're working and bringing it to, to Netflix, to their library, like, Netflix is, is doubling down on this gaming thing. Hey, if people, you know, if you're watching movies on your phone while on the bus, that's, you know, it's why not games? Yeah. Why not a game? Literally, you know, one step over. Guess so. It makes sense. It's just question is what games are they going to pick? And I guess they picked a good one. We'll have to see how it. They picked a real good one. We'll we'll just see how it carries over. Yeah. Right. Really good game, Andy. Uh, anything else you want to hit? Starship is waiting. Yes, waiting. The uh, FAA stuff has cleared their stuff, but they're still waiting on the fish and fish and wildlife. I think it's the fish and wildlife that they're waiting for, for the environmental um, clearance for that. Yes, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service on an updated biological assessment. (laughs) So... Once that part is done, then it should 
um, should be good to go. But SpaceX said, look, you know, we'll be ready to launch come the 17th. Hint, hint, hint. Yes. That's Friday? Yep. Okay. Could be we as early know. as Friday. We'll know by the next time we, we um, record whether or not they launched. Which is funny because one of the uh, Facebook groups that I belong to, um, the um, broadcast engineers, is it the broadcast engineers group or one of them? Shoot, I saw one of them where the guy is actually like, he works for SpaceX for their RF connections. And he had actually posted the, the submission to the FCC for the temporary RF connection for the um, Starlink receiver on Starship. And I was reading this going like, oh, look at that. I know exactly what that's for. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay then. Um, so yeah, so they're 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 already full steam ahead. They just got to wait for the government to catch up. So that was a random thing to see on my Facebook feed. It's like, wait a second, why are they posting an STA? Oh, it's an STA for Starlink. Hey, look at that. So yes, that should be um, coming shortly. Uh, SpaceX is also adding a crew arm to um, Space Launch Complex Forty. That's at Kennedy? Uh, no, uh, Launch Complex 39 is at Kennedy. Space Launch Complex 40 is at Cape Canaveral. Aren't those the same place? Haven't we gone over this? <laughs> <laughs> we probably have. The Cape Canaveral's in Florida. Yes, Kennedy Space Center is NASA's complex. Right. right. Cape Canaveral is the other stuff with like the the military but, but and everything. They are next to each other. Yes, they are literally just, you know, miles apart. They are they are the like effectively the same complex. Yes. So they are adding a crew arm to the non-NASA section of their launch complex there. So which means they can do, once this arm gets loaded, they can do two crew launches at the same time if they needed to. Or, okay. as most likely they're or thinking, is, is um, they're going to do the, the astronaut launches up to the ISS and everything off of uh, Launch Complex 39. And then they're going to do the private launches from Space Launch Complex 40. Okay. So that the uh, AX-3 launch of that entirely private crew going up to the ISS mid-January, that will mm -hmm. probably be launched out of the non-NASA launch flight now. So SpaceX is uh, really trying to go full speed ahead because as we've talked about past, nobody else is. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. Anything else that we should be talking about? Uh, Amazon's going to look at putting their own OS in the Fire tablets and other Fire gear. That isn't very surprising. Nope. <laughs> I mean, they already made it super complicated enough with the Android-based Fire OS. Yep. But now they're going to be uh, codenamed Vega. Oh. Yeah, based on a flavor of Linux. So they're going to try and step away from Android as much as possible, okay. which is going to be super annoying to me. Because? YouTube. Mm. Putting YouTube on the kids' fires. Will be much harder. Yes, unless somebody can, you know, get into the bootloader. Okay. But we'll... Ugh. Supposedly it's all because Android wants to get or Amazon wants to get away from Android's uh, obligatory open source offerings. So it's all about the contracts. Always. Mm -hmm. Always all about the contracts. Yep. Well, speaking of Amazon, let's go to my random review. Sure. What are you reviewing today? Well, I um, had a little uh, eight drawer dresser that I was using. Yes for my clothes and everything. And it was getting um, full. It was not very organized. It was only eight drawers. I needed a couple more drawers. So I thought, and I needed them a little bit bigger. So I'm like, well, let me, you know, let me see what's out there furniture wise for a new dresser and started researching online. And a bunch of these dressers showed up that were super cheap. And I was like, what? How? Mm -hmm. And so, and how? well, I, I got one. I okay. got this 11 drawer dresser. That is actually, how tall is it? It's pretty tall. 48 inches tall, 40 inches wide, basically, and uh, 12 inches deep. 
It's got eight big drawers, 18 inches by eight inches, and then three smaller drawers on the top, which are 12 inches by eight inches. And I saw this thing and I was like, this is under $100. This doesn't make sense. But I needed a dresser. I'm like, well, shoot, let me try this out. So I ordered it. And it turns out it's because it's just all the drawers are cloth drawers. Oh, Cloth drawers with, you know, like fiber, you know, those like the, the, the cloth drawers you would stick inside an Ikea mm-hmm. things. Yeah, the, it's those drawers. So they're all, they're, you know, cloth on the sides, they're collapsible. You just put the piece of cardboard in the bottom and they're, the, you know, the front and back are kind of a stiff cardboard on there. They look wood, like looking at it from a distance. It's got a very industrial vibe to it. So I was okay with it. It's got a solid wood top. It's got a metal frame that all these cloth drawers sit in. Okay. But that's why it was, you know, that's why it's cheap because it's just metal tubes and cloth drawers. Um, but they're nice and big. And then <laughs> I actually found other cloth drawers to fit inside of these cloth drawers because the eight large drawers are large. They're, yep. they're, cause they're, like I said, what, 18 inches by, yeah, 18 inches by eight inches by 12 inches. Well, the drawers are actually about 10 inches deep. Um, but they're big drawers. So I needed to divide them up and I was trying to figure out how to divide these things up, put it like dividers in there or something. And I was just, I bought other smaller drawers to actually just stick inside these ones. So I've actually split this up. So now I've got, uh, 19 drawers technically. So I've split each of the eight ones in half. Okay. Cause that would be 16 plus the three on the top. Plus the three. Yeah. So yeah. 19. All right. That's, I had to do them. This is a lot. I, yes. So, you know, this thing, it, I put it together by myself one, you know, afternoon. And if you like the industrial look, this is right up your alley. Um, the one thing, though, is the drawers are cloth, though. So you can't really slide them out. You know, you can kind of like slide a wooden drawer out and the weight of the drawer will kind of hold it in place. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really work with these things if they're fully <laughs> Oh, no, they just like fall out. They just fall right out. So there's just been a couple of times where it was just easier for me to just pull the whole drawer all the way out and just like set it, set it on the bed, do whatever I need to do in the drawer and then just put it back in again. Because if I think if I load this thing up with like, you know, shirts and pants and everything, they just they just want to fall right out of this thing. So, all right. Yeah, no, it. It was very surprising. Comes in, you know, a couple of different colors. There's, you know, I'll post the one that I got there, but there are a lot of these by Alphabet Soup Chinese companies that are most likely probably just drop shippings from the same factory. Yeah. But it was, it was, it's like, well, this is an interesting storage and I've been, you know, working on it and I kind of wish the smaller drawers were a little shorter because I got a drawer full of socks, but you know, I don't need eight inches of socks. I don't, I don't have that many socks. Really? Yes. Eight inches? Well, I've got okay, uh, at least eight inches worth of socks. Well, the eight. So I got the 12 inches. Oh, you know, I've got that. But that's like just, you know, socks. I could fit probably double the amount of socks in one of those drawers that I have. So, you know, I'm still the, the eight inches of height is a bit high for me for some of these drawers, but it's not bad. And it, you know, if you need some cheap storage, this I think was probably cheaper than anything we could find from uh, Ikea. Yeah. And you got it on Amazon. On Amazon. Impressive. Yep. It was $90 for this one. And they have lots of different configurations from lots of different com- companies at, you know, around that same price point. Yeah, there's a 16 drawer dresser that is 130 bucks, Or, you know, a, a two drawer nightstand for 40 Yeah. So. All right. Also, make sure to mount it against <laughs> against the wall because it's... Against a, the wall. It's, but you don't want it falling over. Yeah, no, it... It's a very, it's, it's very tippy. Yeah. But I also like the, the solid wood top because I can actually set things on top of it just like a normal dresser. So it's nice, cheap storage. Nice. So there we go. That's my review. Any questions? Uh, no, I, I usually try to have some for a review and be like, what about this? And like, how is that? I got nothing. You picked a thing that is so thoroughly boring. <laughs> I say this with all love and respect, Andy, but <laughs> well, it was not exciting. We'll put it that way. Yeah, it was. It was not exciting. Everybody no. says it smells bad, and I'm just like, I, I didn't. Wait, like in it. the reviews? Yes, most of the one star. Like a lot of the one star reviews. reviews said it smells bad. Yes, did it smell bad? 
I didn't really notice anything. I think it just depends on which shipping outlet it goes through. Probably. It's probably how it got shipped over here is what it did. Yeah. All right. So Andy bought a piece of cheap Chinese furniture. <laughs> and it, it's and Dave had, had And Dave had bought a nice high-end washing machine. Yeah. Dishwasher, but yes. Dishwasher, yes. Yeah, you got the KitchenAid, which is, let's see, it's that's one step down from the top of the line of the whole Whirlpool Corporation, if I remember correctly. Okay. I don't know. Because I think there was, there's a budget brand, and then there is Whirlpool. KitchenAid is owned by Whirlpool? Yes, yes it is. I did not know that. Yeah, there used to be a Whirlpool factory or headquarters over by us, over in Benton Harbor. Oh, World Headquarters and North American Region Headquarters are in Benton Harbor. Okay, that's... All right. Well, then. That's why World... That's why Whirlpool is a big... Okay. Big name out there. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like Kohler out here. Yep. Like, why is every, like, restaurant's plumbing Kohler? Oh, because there's a town called Kohler, Wisconsin. Well, shoot. I might have to go just see what the Whirlpool (laughs) campus looks like in Benton Harbor. But the harbor's on the border, right? It's on. The, it's right on the lake. Yeah, about right. thirty miles or so from the border. Right. Random topic. Random topic. Yes. More home ownership. Because we got Andy. We got to finish this, man. I've been going to bed at like ten thirty. This is late for me now. Oh, that that was why we skipped that one week. Because I was getting up at four thirty. Yep. Still, still waking myself up at seven on my own. It's very weird. Cool. All right. Would you buy a house with asbestos in it? No, not knowingly. Well, <laughs> well, God damn it. Okay, so like if the asbestos is like someone left a sealed box of asbestos, sure. I, it's probably going to cost a lot to get rid of it. But like a house with asbestos in the walls? No, no. That There are so many costs down the line. Which is, we think... We might, we think, but we're not sure because we haven't, we don't want to disturb it, but our basement is a half-finished, half-unfinished basement. Yeah. And the tiles, because our house is built around 1960. Yep. Which is when asbestos tiles were used. Yep. Um, there, that whole side is covered in carpet, though. So, we know there are tiles underneath the carpet because we can see them from the unfinished side looking over. And they're about the right size that asbestos tiles were back then, but... And so, what? Get them looked at. Yeah, but if I if I disturb the asbestos tiles, then we have to get rid of the asbestos tiles, and that includes tearing down the entire finished side of the basement. Yeah, I know, but Andy, the alternative is having asbestos in your basement. Get a professional to come in and evaluate them. <sighs> I suppose they're not being dis- they're not being disturbed. Yeah, it's one of those things. Is you know, as soon as we start messing with them, then that's when problems are caused, right? Sort of. I mean, you're also making the assumption that nothing else will ever disturb them. And I would like to point out that while uncommon, tornadoes and earthquakes are things that happen in Michigan. Yes, I know. There was a, there was a tornado in Kalamazoo County um, earlier this year or last year. So let's get those tiles looked at. <sighs> Fine, I'll look up asbestos. Kalamazoo. Professional. Abstaining in Kalamazoo. No, that's not what I typed. <laughs> God, with the amount of breweries in this town. I'm sorry. It sounds like you're trying to make a comparison to breweries, Andy. Right. You know... So, yes, yeah, so, so we may or may not have actually bought a house, a house with asbestos. Yes. Yeah. Please get that looked at. What'd you say, Dave? I don't know. That's the other... Yeah, this is a Hans question. I think this was a Hans question. Did Hans buy a house with asbestos in it? have to ask. I have no idea. Well, on that turnaround, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. 
can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>